Welcome to the Countries for Kids podcast from Case of Adventure. I'm Karen and I'm so happy to be here with you today. I'm reading from Trail of the Orchid in Singapore. Day 4, Capture at Sunbird Cafe. Let's go to Little India today. Jake was jumping from foot to foot along the cobblestones. The whole family meandered up Chanda Road to Little India and Arab Street. It's so lively and colourful, I remarked. Arab Street was lined with restaurants and palm trees with the view of Sultan Mosque at the end. The Mustafa Centre shopping area took up an entire city block. There were lots of painted walls or street art as it was called. Jake, who was wearing an orange t-shirt posed against a wall painted with orange and yellow optical illusions, and with a very straight face tried to blend in. I giggled and pulled him away. It was really fun and interesting to see what was for sale. There were bargains on everything. Clothes, perfumes, souvenirs, electronics, makeup, and of course, food. I tried on a garland of flowers from a street seller and showed them off, turning from side to side and looking at myself in the mirror. Jake put on a pair of sunglasses and was surprised when the front suddenly flipped up as he was adjusting them, leaving two gaps where the lenses had been. To keep the eyes cool? Jake asked the stool holder in a perplexed voice. The stool holder frowned at him. To lift when not needed, he replied in a no-nonsense tone. Jake and I hastily retreated and rejoined the family, trying not to laugh. Soon after, we all caught the bus to the Sunbird Cafe at the Treetops Executive Residences. The police met us there and from the time we arrived, things happened very fast. The same man we had seen at the airport Orchid Garden entered the restaurant and glanced around. Seeing all of us children, he immediately looked suspicious and guilty and turned and dashed for the door. A policeman stepped from behind the door and blocked his way. As he turned to go in the opposite direction, a second policeman stepped up and stopped him. As soon as the policeman laid hands on him, he broke down and began talking very fast and pointing to the back of the restaurant. The policeman listened and then led him out the back door. We heard that the rubber smuggling operation headquarters was in a storage area below the restaurant. The police were able to arrest the main offenders and retrieve a suitcase full of money from the man's possession. It was all very exciting and we couldn't wait to hear the full story from the police. But that would have to wait until the following day when the police had done what they needed to do. We decided not to eat lunch at the Sunbird Cafe but at a Horka Centre, an Indian food court in Little India. The air conditioning was a welcome relief from the muggy outdoors. We were surprised to see that a few of the tables had small packets of tissues on them. We thought it rather strange, but before long people arrived to sit at the tables. It seems people reserve their seats by placing a pack of tissues on the table. So, what's for lunch? asked Jake. Frog porridge, I suggested. Jake pulled a face. Frog porridge good, the waitress told us. Don't be put off by the name. Frog porridge is one of the best dishes you'll ever eat. So, the frog is marinated in soy with spring onions, chili or ginger. Frog meat is succulent and sweet. The porridge with it is gloopy and light. We giggled. I think we'll try the chicken and rice, Dad told the waitress. The family enjoyed the meal and even more enjoyed watching the other diners and making up stories about them. 
That lady must work for the mafia. She's got a big coat and spy glasses, even in this heat, said Jake. Those aren't spy glasses, they're regular glasses, and you don't get mafia here, I scolded him playfully. I once heard that two new restaurants open every day in Singapore, Rome told everyone. That's crazy, said Jake. That means in a year's time there will be more than 600 new restaurants. Hopefully some will close or they'll run out of space. Maybe they'll have to build upwards, Ren grinned, with restaurants on top of restaurants and sloping walkways up to them. Or hovercrafts, I suggested, imagining the fun of hovering from restaurant to restaurant, sampling items. We decided to try flavoured ice or ice kachang for the dessert. It literally means bean ice. It's shaved ice topped with basil seeds, peanuts, corn, beans, coconut milk and then brightly coloured syrup poured on top. It tasted so good in the heat. We found a children's garden area and we all enjoyed racing and chasing each other around the splash pad which had water fountains spraying at various intervals out of the ground and sculptures that twirled slowly between the streams of water. Last stop for the day was the night zoo or night safari. The zoo was lit up with coloured lights and we watched a tribal dance with people swinging sticks that were lit up with fire. For supper, we snacked on some street food, fried chicken in batter on sticks. Then we boarded a tram which took us on a slow drive through the zoo. Most of the animals were awake. We got to see all kinds of diverse creatures like wallabies, leopards and anacondas. The orangutans were amazing. You could watch them, adults and babies alike, swinging high above their platforms and then stopping to snack on bananas. We also saw chimpanzees, zebras, meerkats, Komodo dragons, mole rats, white tigers, kangaroos and more. That was awesome, commented Jake. The best, I agreed. We'll have to come back sometime. It's been so fun, I smiled with satisfaction. On our way to catch the bus, we passed a fish spa. Intrigued, we peeped cautiously inside. The little doctor fish about the size of big guppies like to dine on dead skin. People were sitting on benches along one of their ponds, dangling their toes in the water, with the fish delicately nibbling away at their calluses. I shuddered. With images of Amazonian piranhas in our heads, we hurried past and onto the bus back to our hotel. Would you try a fish spa? I would not. Day 5. Fun on Sentosa Island. The next morning, after a continental buffet breakfast, we took a cable car from Mount Farber to Sentosa Island. The cable car was very clean with eight seats and even some cup holders for our refreshments. It was very hot though, and I knew why they'd given us moist towelettes at the outset to wipe our sweaty brows. The cable car stopped first at the top of Vivacity Mall where you could get off and go shopping or continue on to Sentosa Island. We stayed on. The view was spectacular. We could see lush greenery on the ground far beneath us. We could see the monorail which was another way to get to the island. We saw the Sentosa Merlion statue through the cable car window. Sentosa Island was a British military fortress until 1972 when it was redeveloped into a theme park. We walked up to Siloso Beach on Sentosa Island and watched some people playing volleyball together and kayaking. Then we visited the Underwater World Aquarium and watched the dolphins doing tricks. 
They liked leaping through hoops and twirling in the water, lifting themselves up by their tails to pass the balls to their trainers. Fur seals waddled around, balancing balls, catching rings on their noses and clapping their flippers. We went to the pools where you can feed marine creatures like rays. We saw clownfish, rays and sharks, just like in the Finding Nemo movie. We saw a host of other fish and sea animals, including critically endangered turtles, sea angels, seahorses, jellyfish, and an interesting species of crab, which was like a giant spider. We went on a 4D simulation ride called the Extreme Log Ride. It was very cool, though I shut my eyes a lot. We'd seen the gigantic Universal Studios globe from the cable car and were very excited to go there. There were about seven themed zones in the park. We started with Sesame Street and went on to the Spaghetti Space Chase, an awesome space ride in the dark with the Sesame Street characters to entertain you along the way. We moved on to the next zone, which was Sci-Fi City. It was by far the coolest place in the entire park. We loved the Transformers ride. We were a part of the fight between the brave Autobots and the evil Decepticons. It was a 3D show and was very realistic. Rising in the air, getting sucked into a Decepticon, getting thrown off a high-rise building by a Megatron only to land in Bumblebee's arms. We proceeded towards the next themed zone, which happened to be ancient Egypt. Everything around this place screamed of ancient Egypt. I love the character meet and greet. The star attractions were the Revenge of the Mummy ride and a treasure hunt. The Lost World Zone was very exciting. It's a ride through Jurassic Park on a river raft. We got soaked. Our circular raft floated through the river and we saw dinosaurs in their natural habitat on either side. The dinosaur automatons of Stegosaurus, Velociraptors and Tyrannosaurus were so realistic. The next zone was far, far away, which had the Enchanted Airways roller coaster and the Shrek 4D adventure. I really loved the castle where the show was being screened. We enjoyed the 4D show as our seats bobbed up and down with Shrek's horse and carriage and our faces were sprayed with water when the donkey sneezed. The next place on the guide was Madagascar and then Hollywood, which was exactly as I'd imagined it would be. We watched the Lights Camera Action Show hosted by Steven Spielberg in the New York Zone. After Universal Studios, we visited the Tiger Sky Tower, which is the highest observation tower in Singapore, and it's in the center of Sentosa Island. It has a big orange tiger painted underneath. We rode up in the air-conditioned glass cabin that slowly ascended to the top platform, rotating as it ascended. Sentosa Island was definitely a hit and a fabulous way to spend our last day in Singapore. As for the trail of the orchid, it turns out the man who mistook us for his contact was being used by the rubber gang as a go-between. He was legally in the country and didn't want to be found out, so he had to comply with their demands. They were forcing him to do their dirty work. In the end, he was given a minor sentence and the rest of the gang got longer ones. The contacts we had met with were to set up the meeting with the Chinese to sell the rubber as the rest of the gang wanted to remain undercover. Granny's necklace that I'd been wearing must have really confused the man. The gang had been illegally exporting rubber at very cheap prices to China and had just about caused a trade war. They were making money but destroying the real rubber industry in China. I was so glad we'd foiled them. 
The orchid gang were arrested and their little black market shut down. Hooray for us and the trail of the orchid. Thanks for hanging out with me in Singapore. Hope you get to visit sometime. Till next time, see ya. Love, Libby. International Discovery Agents, this is your mission. Make a flower garland by taping the stems of flowers together to form a circle. Ask your mom or dad to help you make ground-up ice in your blender. Pour some flavoured syrup over it and enjoy. Choose one of the movies mentioned in Chapter 5 to watch with your family on movie night. Buy or make some unusual Asian snacks to munch on while you watch. That's all for now. See you next time.